Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Bailando, bailando. I don't know what song this Girl, is. I like the way you move. You don't <laughs> know Spanish. Very clearly do not know Spanish. You haven't heard that song? No. No, and you don't know Spanish. I don't know what I want to be contigo and dance contigo and live contigo. It's not mean enough to be racist, but... Uh... No, it's jolly and happy. <laughs> What song is that? Is that J-Lo's song? No, it's uh, Enrique Iglesias. Ah, I love Enrique. With Sean DePaul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul, dude, he's in in everything. I actually don't mind. Shake that thing. Shake that thing. You should do a Sean Paul impression. Add that to the the SNL reel, baby. Yeah, but he's of color, so I can't. He looks white, though. Does he? He's got white complexion. Does he? He's, yeah, he's uh, Jamaican, but he's like a white Jamaican. No, you never seen him? I, I thought I'd seen him, but I thought he was darker than that. Because I feel like kind of the rule with impressions is I can actually do a lot of hip hop. Yeah, don't do blackface. That's the that's, that's oh, right. You rule. can't like do black. <laughs> uh, you can't do, be a character. I don't. I don't think it's, it's it's not blackface. If if you're playing a character, I still hold. <laughs> I, I, the yeah uh, the the multiple emails you got about your Lil Wayne impression does not deter yeah. you. <laughs> I just thought you were better than this. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a, a very catchy song. I was listening to to that in the car today, and I was like, "Man, this is a fun, catchy song." You know, you know what I hate to admit is that some of those One Direction songs are so catchy and good. Dude, yeah, they're good. They're like, but people, Sean Paul, people give a lot of. Oh, maybe I. You could play him. Maybe I could. You could play him. Yeah. He's like a white Jamaican. Yeah, with like cornrows or whatever. Yeah. Shot it, Bobsy. Dude, no, uh, they're good. They're good songs. Oh, yeah. So, but I, I've never been on the, the 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 side of people that are like, boy bands suck, all this stuff, because I've always kind of liked. Dude, yeah. Like, I was I was in the NSYNC and Backstreet back in the day. I just wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah. I would just sing the songs in the shower. Yeah. Not too loud so my dad wouldn't hear. Yeah, I mean, on the way to school, we'd either listen to classic oldies or like Backstreet Boys on the way to school. My parents wouldn't let me listen to hip hop when I was a kid. I was not allowed to watch BET. <laughs> my dad took away a Will Smith CD from me whenever <laughs> I talked back to him one time because he thought that it was Will Smith's his lyrics, influence. his influence on me. The most... Nice hip hop out there. Yep, he thought it was Will Smith. <laughs> like all this Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great, dude. I used to have to hide. I I used to I used to buy parental advisory CDs, and because I I was a tall seventh grader, mm-hmm. tall, I was able to start buying around sixth grade, and my parents still wouldn't let me have them because I was like twelve. So I would just hide them in my underwear drawer. Yeah, you I had like fifty CDs in there. Doctor Dre. Did you ever get those taken away? No. They never found them? They never found Dude, I hit them. I I had a bed. It took like uh, five minutes to get under my bed because I had like so much stuff. 
it was like it was so well hidden and i was like they'll never find this wow <laughs> dude one time because uh, my brother and i used to fight fight all the time when we played video games like we get really into it and we'd start like hitting each other and stuff if one if the other one started like beating each other like at certain games yeah especially with like street fighter 2 turbo because that's a fighting game. Yeah. So if you lost, you wanted to hit the other person <laughs> like with a fist or something. So we'd get in fist fights over Street Fighter Two Turbo. And my dad just like kept seeing this pattern happen. He's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm taking the game away from you. He grabbed it out of the console like, Dad, no. And he went up to his workbench and he grabbed a sledgehammer <laughs> off the wall. And while my brother and I are looking, he smashed it to pieces. Wow. Yeah, wow. it was pretty violent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were like, no! Dude. We were so upset. Uh, he hid Goldeneye from us one time because we were fighting. And this was like peak of popularity for N64. Yeah. 007 Goldeneye. He hid that uh, and um, it, he hid it. And then he forgot where he hid it. <laughs> after like he's like, all right, well, your punishment's over. Uh-oh, I can't find it. I, I forgot where I hid it. And then months later, we found it like in the back of our closet, like winter coat closet. And we're like, ah, oh, we found it. Because we had been having to borrow friends to start playing again. Dude, that's so funny. I was going on a trip to San Diego, coming back. We're fighting over Game Boys or something. Yeah. My dad's like, give me all your Game Boys. Like, we're driving down to the I-10. And so we all gave him our Game Boy Colors playing pokemon on it Heck yeah. just threw him out the window <laughs> whoa all your friends too yeah i'm on my, on my brothers so they threw four game boy colors out the window that we got for christmas <laughs> the, the, the games or everything the whole thing <laughs> the game boy dude the whole game that's boy. insane <laughs> he's like fuck it that's what he said oh man yeah man that was that was that was bad that's kind of dude i had to save up like another five months to uh to buy a new one dude that took forever to get that 70 bucks yeah 70 bucks or 50 or 60 any of that took so many months yeah (laughs) i remember so uh my uncle and aunt used to take us to chuck e cheese all the time yeah and they would get us like tokens and stuff and it was like the coolest like it was like such like a huge treat and my uncle he made this joke to me i was a little kid uh he made this joke to me he goes oh you're gonna have to pay for your own tokens tonight. I'm not covering you, covering you this time, and I believed him. I was like, "What? Oh no!" So I grabbed all my money like out of my piggy bank, and I had like forty dollars in there, which took forever. That was like from from like birthdays and different chores and stuff like that. I put it in my wallet, and so we go and we sit down and we eat. We usually eat pizza first, and then we would go play the games, and they give us tokens while we're eating pizza. My wallet slides down between the crack of the booth where we're sitting in, and I was too nervous to tell anybody that I couldn't get it out, and it just it just stayed there, like it, it like <laughs> dropped down. And probably when they removed the booths out of that Chuck E. Cheese, they fr- they found my little kid wallet with cash in it. You just you didn't want to ask for help. I didn't have enough self confidence to ask for help. Like <laughs> I was like too nervous. I was like, oh oh no, they're gonna. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you, like what, when you're when you're a little, I don't know when you're a little kid. Like sometimes you don't like think about like 
problem solving. Yeah. You're just like, if I can't do it, then it's over. Oh, it's over. Like, I can't. I'm too embarrassed to ask somebody yeah. to help me because then they'll be like, why did you bring this money? I, I was like, I was afraid like my uncle was going to be like, you're an idiot. You actually <laughs> brought money. And I just like kept it there. Yeah. You know, some 16 year old and he's cleaning out this thing. He's like, jackpot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I've got some weed money now, man. Dude, my dad used to work at uh, Chuck E. Cheese and he used to give me unlimited tokens. Wait, what did he do at Chuck E. Cheese? He uh, serviced the video games. He was like, oh, the, the video ticket guy games. and all that stuff? Yeah, he was like, fix the video games and they would go down. So wow. he would just, unli- he would give me boxes of tokens and I'd be like, <laughs> and it's I like little kid crack, dude. I would get thousands of tickets, and then I got him in trouble because I was just getting all the expensive shit. And he's like, "We got to calm that down. I'm gonna get fired." Because <laughs> they're like, "This kid is. This kid can't be that this, this talented. He's some kind of wizard." <laughs> dude, there's a. Oh, I think it's called the Wizard or something like that. There's a. There's a. A 1980s video game with Ben Savage, I think, mm, where <laughs> where his little brother they take him on a tournament to to win this cash prize to compete with the like the super like the regular NES game. Yeah, and they go head to head in like a tournament. And there's this kid who has like the power glove, like the Nintendo power glove that you put it on, and then it has like buttons on it. And they're like, "Whoa, the power glove!" <laughs> that was a, that was a great movie. Oh man, it's that... so bad because like, look at these graphics, <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking back, you're like, "Oh, this is." This is I just horrible. recently played Blitz again. I love Blitz, and that game was from like '96, and I was like, I can't see anything. Like, oh, did you play the Super Nintendo or did you play the N64? Uh, the N sixty four one. Yeah, and there's a yeah, and I was like, "What the hell? I can't even tell." Are maybe, these football maybe, players? Maybe it didn't come out for Super. Uh, I forget. But oh yeah, it's so bad, dude. I used to get boners looking at the cheerleaders <laughs> on Blitz. Oh my god, I was a very they don't horny. even resemble humans. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it, the the screens, the screen, dude. My mom, uh, and dad used to be like. Just hit the A button quickly whenever those cheerleader screens come up. And we're like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, whenever That's, they weren't around. You know. When the, were, were you allowed, when did you start watching rated R movies? My first one I watched was Scream. And I remember I was like, this is crazy. Because I think there was like a pair of titties in there. I was like seven. Dude, I remember, and I may have talked about on a previous episode of this podcast, but there's been so many at this point, I don't know. <laughs> One of the first R-rated movies that I remember seeing without my parents' permission was Braveheart, and it was like on Showtime nice or HBO, so it was unedited. And my brother, we're over at my next door neighbor's, um, was like one of my brother's best friends. It was uh, uh, Josh Dukes. <laughs> we didn't name drop. Now yeah. you protect his identity. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're over at the Dukes' house, and. Uh, Braveheart was on TV, and uh, my uh, there's a sex scene that was coming on, and uh, and I remember my my brother and and uh, his friend Josh uh, were like closing our eyes during the sex scene. They're like, "Is it over yet?" And I just like was open. I was like looking <laughs> through my hands. I'm like, like "Nope, not yet, <laughs> not yet." And they're like, "Stop looking." I'm like, "I wasn't," but I was like, "Okay, I was." <laughs> that was the first time I remember. Like, uh, like seeing an R-rated movie without parents around. But uh, 
certain R-rated movies, my mom or dad would let us see if they were in the room, and they'd just tell us to close our eyes during like sex scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. My uh, that's what my parents do. My dad got mad at my mom when they were or to get back at her. They've been divorced for like four years. He's like, you know what? We're gonna go see the South Park movie. That was one oh, of the wow. first ones I got to watch. Like I was like nine, and that one's super dirty. That one's so dirty. Like when basically when bad language or whatever would come on uh, during movies, my mom or dad would be like, like, we don't talk like that, do we, kids? And we'd be like, no. <laughs> and like if they. Uh, I don't know if there was like a lot of profanity or whatever, but I remember uh, there's this. Uh, we were watching. Uh, I went over to my my friend David Kidd's house. He was uh, his family was like pretty religious uh, and uh, very like by the book, like as far as uh, as like uh, their strict policy with like watching certain bad movies. And I remember. Uh, we went to Blockbuster. Oh, back in the day, yeah, Blockbuster. This is, ba- this is a long time ago, and and uh, they're like, he he was like, what should we rent? And I was like, we gotta get some Chris Farley movies. Chris Farley's <laughs> the best. And uh, we rented a couple movies, and Black Sheep was uh, was one of them. But we rented. I was like, this movie's hilarious. And the dad was like, I don't know, it's PG thirteen. <laughs> I guess. So then we're watching it, and then he hears a scene where they're swearing, and he's like, if I hear one more swear word, I'm taking it out of the VCR right now. And it was the scene where they drop the one F-bomb in the movie, and and then the, the lady says it, like the senator or whatever says it, and he's like, that's it! And he hits eject on the VCR, and he just looked at me like I was the devil for yeah. re- for referring this movie ruining my in, children. into the kid family. Dude, that was, uh, I remember back in the day how good you felt when you got added to like uh, the blockbuster card. Yeah. When you're like, oh, my parents trust me. Well, that's the thing. Is like, If you had a Blockbuster card, you're like, I'm growing up. Yeah. I can go to Blockbuster without my parents? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, I'm riding my bike, go get some movies. Did Did your parents let you ride bikes and stuff? Yeah. I like, mean. To, to, to public places and stuff like that? Yeah. Once I turned like 11, they were like, just. My mom would be like, go get me milk. And I have to ride oh, my yeah? bike. <laughs> go get some milk. Or to go to Blockbuster, she'd be like, "Get this one, get this one," and I'm like, "Mom, I'm not, I'm not 17. They're not gonna let me get rated R movie." And she's like, uh, "You're tall, you'll pass, <laughs> dude." I, I actually, I used to be able to buy everyone's rated R tickets when I was like in uh, seventh or eighth you grade. You were that tall? Yeah, I was like five. You just 10. shot up. Yeah, I shot up real fast. So I would buy everyone's rated R tickets out. Like, so everyone always invited me to the movies. <laughs> wow, dude, I, uh, my, my. My parents really didn't let me like bike that many places or walk that many places alone. They're pretty protective they as far as that went. But uh but one summer I uh I was so happy I I um I got to go to uh I think it was called Row Pool. Um that was like right next to my house. Really only realistically probably 3 or 4 blocks away. Really close. But I was like a fat kid in the summer and I remember uh Oh, yeah, you were fat. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember riding my bike there. I was so excited. But by the time I got there, I was like dehydrated or something, and I threw up everywhere. And then I <laughs> and I couldn't 
whenever I did it, I threw up like at, in the bathroom and a lifeguard saw me and they like weren't going to let me swim because they saw that. They're like, oh, this yeah. kid's sick. He's sick. He, he can't get inside the pool. <laughs> my parents had like it was one of the first times they trusted me to ride my bike somewhere. And then I threw up everywhere <laughs> and they had to come pick me up. And they're like, this is why we don't let you go. <laughs> this is why you, we got to we need to protect you. Right. Oh man, do I just remember how good slumber parties were? Slumber parties were the best. I used to always, oh god, skid. Oh, I miss being a kid. And now I'm like, oh, I want to create those memories for my children. Oh, wait, I'm probably never going to get to have kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, oh my goodness. Well, half this podcast has been uh, childhood stories. Yeah. Trip down memory lane, Trip huh? Down memory lane. How was your week, dude? Uh, it was pretty good, man. Um, I did uh, I did Lestats on Tuesday with Christian Spicer. Rode down the there spicy. with him. The spicy town. Uh, he uh, uh, he and I had fun sets. Uh, it was a good trip. It, I was like uh, road dogging it with uh, Christian. He's a good dude. Uh, that? I, I saw his new place uh, in uh, Pasadena, and uh, it's pretty dope. It's like the perfect place. Little to, family. Like, yeah, to have a family. Because I would not, dude, I would not want to raise a family in Hollywood. No, you got to go Pasadena. Yeah. Pasadena or somewhere in the valley. Yeah. But Pasadena is still cool enough where you could do cool parent stuff. Yeah. Um, And then uh, I had this audition on Wednesday for, I guess it's like a new David Duchovny show or something. It's mm-hmm. called Aquarius. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Okay. So this was really weird because I get in there, I sign in, I see that. Other people have signed in for my part, but nobody is around. Like one guy leaves an audition room. I'm like, okay, I'm next. Cause I, they said, thanks so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay. His name's right there on the list. Dude, for 30 minutes, nobody addressed me <laughs> and they kept walking by and I started feeling super insecure cause I just had my headshot and I almost had to ask somebody like, um, are they going to see me yeah, today? Well, because well, in the front desk, whenever I checked in at, I think it's whatever it is at LA center, whatever. Oh yeah. Dude, they didn't have me on the list. Yeah. And she's like, just sit here for a moment. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, does it look like I'm trying to scam my way into an audition? Yeah. And then I'm sitting there for like half an hour and then they're making phone calls and stuff. They're booking people for the show. And I'm like, Oh, did that last guy just book the part? <laughs> and then I'm just out here. And then uh, finally they're like, Jeremiah, sorry, uh, you had to wait a little bit. Uh, we'll see you now. I was like, okay. Yeah, you got to make those phone calls and stuff. <laughs> make some joke about it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. The audition uh, go well, at least. Just, yeah, I just <laughs> went well. It always goes well. I mean, I felt like I acted well. She gave me a note. I adjusted. I did it again. Uh, shout out to our buddy Marty Worst, by the way. Uh he said this about our, our podcast. I saw him at the comedy store last night, and uh, he was saying how he likes listening to the podcast. And uh, he said, yeah, you guys talk about your financial problems and stuff a lot on the show. It's, like, super real. Um, and and you're, like, you leave the podcast being like, oh, these guys are going to be okay. But some weeks you're, you're left wondering, is there going to even be a podcast next <laughs> week? <laughs> uh, I mean, those were very real problems before we teamed up with Stand Up Talk. Where we were just like, oh, dude. how are we going to keep it going? It's so oh, much that was, money. That's, oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah, when we didn't have the unlimited storage space. 
we'd um, have to be like, all right, we hit the twenty minute mark, gotta wrap it up, <laughs> cut this one short. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I uh <laughs> I had a, a well, before that, uh our buddy, shout out to our buddy uh Peter Banachowski, he's back in back in Banda LA. And Choo Choo, what's up, baby? What's you, up, you, you in LA. Dude, I'm very excited that he's back. He uh, he came to my Sherman Oak show on on Wednesday, like this bar show at, <laughs> at Corky's, uh, just to hang out and, and see me. And luckily, I had a good set because I didn't want the first set that he saw me back. Like he's like, "Oh, Jeremiah got worse while yeah, I was away in New York. Been, what have you been doing? What's going on?" But uh, it was really good to see him. I did that character thing again on, <laughs> on Thursday in Ventura. Yeah. Dude, How did that go? That was it was weird because this one was for the first live event. Oh, so there's people now. There's people there now. Did it get well received? Well, we still did another promo for the main event, and then he told me some of the stuff that I have to do for the main event, like uh, in August. Um, but anyway, there, there's this woman who came up to me. She's like, "I saw you in the commercial because they put a promo video for <laughs> for uh, it already on their Facebook page." I'm like. Yeah, what's up? How's it going? Because my character name is uh, Chad Stryker. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Just this guy, you know, he's the best cornhole tournament player in the world. <laughs> and uh, she was asking me because the owner told them, he's like, yeah, this guy's from L.A. He does other commercials and stuff. <laughs> and and I didn't know if I, if I was supposed to stay in character. Oh, or she's like, it, what, what are you? What yeah, else have you been in? No, that's what she said. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know. I've done commercials for Chevy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just did a coffee bean commercial. And she's like, are you doing a voice right now? <laughs> and I was like, this is how Chad Stryker sounds. <laughs> she's like, are you are you being a character right now? I was like, maybe. <laughs> I didn't know how to, yeah, how to respond. So, so I just stayed in it. And, and I never broke. But I was just like. This is how Chad Stryker sounds. <laughs> I'm Chad Stryker today. And she's like, now, are you this character in all the commercials? I was like, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> Chad Stryker knows how to play a lot of different roles. <laughs> Chad Stryker's talking about Jeremiah Walkett. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So that's that so was kind of a bizarre thing. That's hilarious. And he told me, so he told me <laughs> that uh, that he that uh f- for the main event that he wants me running down the street like <laughs> o- like uh the olympics with like a um like an american flag like i'm like lighting a torch like for the olympics <laughs> and then i'm going to do like all the announcements for the cornhole tournament and stuff like that and i have to do it in this character which uh it'll be very interesting to see how that's received live yeah I there mean, were some it, guys it, who were taking the cornhole way too serious already for the preliminary stuff Oh, they like geez. brought their own bags and stuff. I was like, Oh my oh, god, no, <laughs> they're gonna hate this character. Yeah, like you're talking about me. Yeah, dude. So it's a big event then. It's one of those local events that a lot of people will show up to. Like there'll probably be over a hundred people there or something. Yeah, dude. That's... But it's a three thousand dollar cash prize. That's why a lot of people will enter. Oh, it's gonna be like it's the third biggest cornhole tournament in the United States. How many people do it? Well. As far as cash prize, the number one, Kansas, ten grand. <laughs> Dang, yeah, of course Kansas got you. You know how to play cornhole? You gotta know, right? I learned while I was out here. Ironically, really, you never yeah, played. I in never the, played. In but KC? It, whenever you go um, tailgate at the Royals games or Chiefs games, there's always people who bring their cornhole stuff. 
Just throwing it in. Yeah, man. I don't even know what Kansas City's known for. Just cornhole and barbecue, kind of. I mean, they're not even. I wouldn't even consider them known for cornhole. Uh, but yeah, mainly just barbecue. Barbecue and jazz, I guess. Barbecue, jazz, nice people. Yeah. What was your week like, man? Dude, I uh, pretty basic week. I actually met three girls from Kansas City. Wait, what? Yeah, they wanted to hang out. They were so nice, dude. I was like, oh my god. Dude, they're so nice. They were all in their KC gear. Two of them had Chiefs hats. One had a Royal shirt. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and you said they're cuties. Yeah, dude. They were. It was weird because they were also Asian girls. I was like, Asians from Kansas City. Yeah, I was that's like, that's crazy. What's happening here? Uh, no, man. I just you know just did shows. I for Fourth of July I went down and saw my parents. Oh, I went to Universal Studios this past week. Oh, tell me about that. My parents were like, uh, "Hey, come with us," and I was like, "I don't got money for a ticket." And they're like, "Huh? Your little brothers sisters want to hang out with you. We'll buy a ticket." I was like, "Cha ching, yes!" So uh, they bought my ticket, dude. It was uh, it was crazy because I don't know. It was just like. They did a tour. It was fine. Like it was, it was hot. Got went on some rides. You know, it was just a fun day. But then I Fourth of July, I went down to San Diego to go see them, uh, and they were on a military base. Mm-hmm. Dude, this military base is training base. So there's like eighteen to twenty two year olds. These kids got fucked up. Like they were so hammered on this base. Like, and they're like people, and 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 they're in the military, so they're so gung ho about Fourth of July. People were going, ah. USA, like, and my little sister was there. She was twelve. She's like, "Why are all these half naked girls running around, dude?" It was like a club. There was like like ten thousand people there. It was crazy. It was all military. So uh, that was that was my day. <laughs> that was my that was my week. It was a good week. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. I Peter told me he went and hang out with you on Fourth of July. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we hung out at uh, Pat Casey's place. Oh, that's where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, ah, I want to go, but I, I got to go down to San Diego. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'll tell you what. I That whirlwind trip, so Spicer and I drove back the same night that we did Lestats on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We got I got back in around 2 or 3. That trip, same night trip, is so, that's a, oh, it's rough. Yeah. Making that trip on same night. But I've done Vegas before. That was a little worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean it's twice as far. But Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what we do for gigs, man. I yeah, I, I drive anywhere. I mean I I was able to do a hot fifteen in San Diego. Why not? Why not go down there? Yeah. Um oh guys, check out our friend Peter Banachowski. He's in uh Vegas all week this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah check I him forget out what at, casino uh, Harris. Yeah, Harris. Harris at the improv. So, yeah, if you guys are in Vegas, check out our friend Peter Banachowski. I feel like he's like, I might lose my mind. I mean, it's it's tough, dude. I haven't done like a week in Vegas like that. But, I mean, if you drink, it's like you do the shows at night. And then what do you do all day? You're by yourself. So then you're like. Dude, honestly, I'm already like kind of like nervous about doing it a couple months from now. Because <laughs> it's in the books for me to do it in September again. Yeah. The Laugh Factory. And I'm like, Phew. hopefully I uh, go with somebody cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to get lonely. Because then it's, it sucks because everyone around you is also having fun. Yeah. Yeah. The life we choose. Um, I'm trying to think if uh, there's anything else, really, that we need to cover. I think it's 
pretty fun podcast. He's talked a lot about uh, nostalgia and yeah, guys, what's going on. And as uh, always, you can email us. If you want to talk about a subject? We're open books. To you yeah, guys. I just checked the email. We don't have any new emails, but uh, thank you for everybody who listens and uh, likes and downloads this on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. That'd be really nice and helpful if you did that. Um, other than that, guys, uh, that's about it. Big thanks to our stand-up talk, uh, the network that we are on for our podcast, uh, and Ari Manis. And um, uh, I did a music video slash sketch with uh, uh, my friend Jake Wiseman. Very funny dude, and that's out Jake's great. now. Uh, check that out at youtube.com slash Watkins or jeremiahwatkins.tv. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'm at Jeremiah Standup on Twitter. Justin is at Justin Alexio on Twitter. Any shows or anything that you want to plug, buddy? Uh, I'll be at the uh, Elephant on Thursday. Dope. Check right. out. I'll I'll do and I, I'm picking up some other shows, so I'll throw them up on Twitter and tweet at us, guys, because uh, we will always respond or retweet if you like the show. And you're giving us props. We'll always favorite and retweet and all that stuff. Uh, so definitely reach out to us on Twitter if that's better for you than email. And uh, we'll give you shout-outs on the show. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been 10 months since I pissed in my pants. <laughs> <laughs>